This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Now to the tragic events there out in the Free State where the Minister of Mineral Resources and Energy, Gwede Mandashe, visited the Virginia mine in Valcom or near Valcom where 31 suspected illegal miners uh, reportedly died. The illegal miners, believed to be Lesotho nationals, died in a ventilation shaft of the mine last week. The shaft was last operational in the 1990s. Well, the previous mine owners, Harmony Gold Company, apparently, according to the department, uh, together with, okay, rather, let me say, the previous owners of the mine, Harmony Gold Mining Company and the department, assessed the tragedy uh, or the scene of the tragedy and determined that there were high levels of methane that prevented uh, rescue workers from entering um, the shaft, meaning that uh, uh, the minister saying that the death toll is likely to rise beyond 31 uh, once the rescue workers go back inside. Let's get an update from the department. I've got on the line the spokes, uh, spokesperson, um, for the South African, uh, for the Department of uh, Mines and Energy, that is uh, Ernest uh, Ernst, uh, Muribana joining us on the line. Good morning to you. Thank you so much for coming on. Good morning, TP, and good morning to the listeners of Power FM. All right. Well, it, well uh, it is the Department of Mineral Resources and Energy. Department of Minerals, in, oh my goodness, I do beg your pardon. Um, uh, thank you for, for putting me straight on that one. Um, now, let's talk about the latest. Let's just get an update on what uh, the situation is out at this mine. At last count, we had 31 uh, bodies that had been recovered. What's the latest? Has the levels of methane subsided enough to allow further um, rescue efforts or at least recovery efforts? Um, so yesterday, uh, Monday, 26 June 2023, the Minister of Mineral Resources and Energy, Mr. Kwerman Dasha, um, joined by the officials from the department's Mine Health and Safety Inspectorate and other stakeholders, visited ventilation sh- uh, shaft 5 in Virginia Mine in Welcome. And this was mi- uh, mainly to inspect the site and make sure that the minister has not the first-hand information on what exactly is going on um, since the tragedy that has uh, befell all of us. So the assessment on the scene um, remains the same. The shaft is still very dangerous. The levels of methane are still very high. It is currently not possible to descend into the 9.5-meter-deep ventilation shaft. Um, At the moment, the integrity of the shaft and the tunnel um, um, is still unknown. How many survivors came out of there? And were you able to get any indication from those that did survive uh, as to how many people could possibly still be in there? Um, we are uncertain about the number of survivors. However, those who survived are were told that they are the ones who informed um the government of the Kingdom of Lesotho about the tragedy, indicating that 31 people who are believed to be Lesotho nationals um, have sadly lost their lives in the in that shaft. They had also indicated that they assisted uh, in retrieving at least three borders which they were able to bring to the surface. That meant 
fact that um, at least 28 bodies could still be underground at this particular moment. 28? Yes, it is a, a tragic situation, <clears throat> but I must just highlight that um, the DMRE and all stakeholders are absolutely committed to ensuring that these bodies uh, of suspect illegal minors are recovered. Um, the minister and all stakeholders yesterday have um, agreed uh, that they would put you know, their heads together to find a solution. Uh, what? It's emphasized that they cannot leave those bodies underground. Mm. Um, they must be recovered, irrespective of how long it might take. It must be done. What do we do, though? I mean, my understanding is, uh, is that, uh, according to what the minister was saying, is that uh, the previous owners of the mine had done all that they needed to do from a rehabilitation point of view and from sealing the mine. They had done what they needed to do, but that uh, uh, the people that subsequently went into the mine had actually opened up the entry into the shafts again and uh, you know, using their own explosives. What else, I mean, can be done beyond what was th- supposed to, to be done by the original miners there? So you're absolutely right. The, the shafts around that area had properly been um, sealed, um, including this particular one, ventilation shaft 5. It had been sealed um, with concrete slab, uh, but it has since been reopened. Now, the, the stakeholders, including the mine owners, Harmony, are working on a recovery plan. Um, and this plan includes various options, of course, taking into account um, the realities on the ground that the shafts around uh, that area mm. are currently filled. And the, the, the shaft that had been opened, which is closer to this particular shaft that uh, connected to the ventilation shaft, okay. has been um, filled up. So at mm. the moment, um, mm. the, the stakeholders need to figure out what is humanly possible to try and access um, the bottom of this particular shaft way. Okay. Eight bodies of illegal miners are suspected to be, to sure. be there. Ernst Muribana from the Department of Minerals, Resources and Energy, thank you for your time. Thank you, Titi. Thank you. All right. Uh, while we are on that, uh, let's uh, quickly bring in the chairperson of Parliament's Portfolio Committee on Mineral Resources and Energy, uh, Sashulele Luzipo. Mr. Luzipo, good morning and thank you uh, for joining us. Uh, you have echoed the sentiments expressed by the minister that uh, we need some kind of intervention as well from the government of Lesotho. What would you like to see um, the government of Lesotho do in terms of dealing with this uh, this phenomenon of illegal miners. Um, good morning to you, Titi, and your listenership. <clears throat> the first thing, obviously, is to say that this is shocking. Mm. But we have always raised that that the issue of illegal mining, especially in your former gold mines, is a matter of concern and even a threat to national security. For an example, you will note that the first people to know what happened uh, in the Free State Velcom, Virginia, was um, the government of Lesotho. Now, the problem other people have raised a question, why don't you do something about this? The problem is that when you look at the nature of these people, I'm more interested to know the ages of those people who perished underground, because in most cases, these are people that are underage. 14, 13, 15, those are not supposed to be of working age. Now, the point is, if Mr. Luzipo is a Lesotho national, brings in his child to South Africa, 
we don't have the strict restrictions that you see in other countries in terms of visas and other things because we are part of the SADC regime. That is why we have raised the issue to say there is a need for SADC. Not The blame game may not help us in situations like this. There is a need for SADC to look at this issue that how do we curb the crisis of illegal mining, including done by our own citizens as different jurisdictions. And that is why we say, not necessarily putting a blame to the government of Lusul to say, can we all treat this thing as a crisis that is facing the region? Because if South Africans were to die en masse in Swaziland or any of the Mozambique or any, mm. the, the, the Cambodian states, mm. it will be responsible for South, Africa, for South Africa to pretend as if it is a problem of the government of that particular country. That is why we say now this issue, it has gone beyond being a sovereign crisis. It has become a crisis of the entire mm. region because that government but, must also account to the people of, of Lesotho what had happened to those mm. children. What about from our point of view? What do we do to try and put a halt or do or deal do something, uh, but uh, to, to to deal with this bait of uh, um, this problem of um, uh, illegal mining? Surely we cannot, uh, like, I, and and I think I agree with you, Titi. We can't say with so and so. Currently, you will recall that we had a three committee uh, oversight on illegal mining looking at all different aspects of illegal mining and say these kind of mining activities do not necessarily fall on what we'd call the violent categories of mining. For instance, in your chrome and, and, and others in the, in the northern part of the country, we said these may require just a government intervention to make it easy and, uh, and accessible to do what we call emerging or scale, small-scale mining. Then there is this side that uh, one is risky, uh, at some point, we were told that illegal mining is taking place under the FNP stadium. You can't encourage small-scale mining that will put a threat on a 97-capacity state, 97,000-capacity stadium. So that is, becomes a problem. With regards to this one, I've said we cannot deny the fact that, amongst other things, the issue of illegal mining is part of this pandemic corruption. For instance, some of the cases that we received, we can't deny, and we may not have the actual figures. We have first to deal with elements within the body of the of of of, of government. Okay. Officials at the Department of Home Affairs, officials in the Department of Mineral Resources, officials in the South African Police, and in the criminal justice system as a whole. Okay. So those are the interventions that are being done. And we have said government must also put resources. No. As long as there's there's, there's limited resources, the battle is still going to be longer than we want it, we want it to end. Sashulele Luzipo, Chairperson of Parliament's uh, Committee on uh, Mineral Resources and Energy. Thank you very much for coming on. Thank you, Titi. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.